shrimpy. Shrimpy. Get down, you cat. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 171 of the Erasable Podcast. You have before you Johnny and Andy, and we're going to do a Fresh Points episode because we have so many cool fall releases to talk about since the last time we recorded. And you How know, we, you? we fired Tim, so. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 we're going to save that till the end. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> Spoiled it. <laughs> so, how are you, Mr. Andy? I'm You've good. Been doing some traveling. Oh my gosh! I yeah have spent the last week in Indiana visiting my my folks and a bunch of friends, and we went to two weddings and saw a bunch of people I haven't seen in a very long time. So it was fun. There, there was, was a disturbance in the force. You were closer. I was. I was in your same time zone. I so thought of calling you up and being like, "Dude, let's go to New York like, before <laughs> oh, it's closed," but it yeah. was not going to happen. It's not in the cards. I wish. I wish I could figure out how to make that happen, but. Yeah, I have less of an excuse. I'm so close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's sad. Let's talk about what we're consuming, because that's fun. Yeah, just finished the season finale of Ted Lasso Season 2. It was uh, really good. It's I, Johnny, have you watched Ted Lasso at all? I haven't, because I really hate Jason Sudeikis. Like, oh, really? I have a visceral reaction whenever I hear him talk. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. He's like, the, like a list of people I cannot watch. He's That's interesting, because he plays such a like nice gentle character <laughs> it's hard to uh, i have to check that out i always because on snl he was always like the jerk yeah it's always loud and it's late at night i'm like shut up well that there was a really good interview with him i think in like esquire or something like that where he talks a little bit about that like you know he was he was he sort of like took a lot of these roles and then when they were thinking about ted lasso he just really really wanted to kind of like get out of that hmm. break out of that that mold and so that's why ted lasso is such a different kind of character than than yeah his his snl characters which which you're right they were there were a lot of a lot of jerks oh in that role god yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think we also are you familiar with beck bennett he's he yep. actually just left left snl this this season but he's very much in that same kind of boat like he plays just a lot of a lot of a-holes <laughs> Yeah. So anyhow, saw Ted Lasso season finale. If anybody here has been watching Ted Lasso, it's very good. Unfortunately, Tim is not here to uh, talk about this with us because I know he's a Ted Lasso fan. It's also a little bit about sports. Not usually like a a fan of shows and movies about sports, but that is that is part of it. And I think last time we recorded, I talked about how we went to go see a movie um, in the theater. We saw The Legend of Shang-Chi, which is a Marvel movie, which is really great. We saw another movie. We saw the new James Bond movie with some friends of ours. How was it? Um, it was very good. It is, you know, it's it's the last Daniel Craig, James Bond. And Rami Malek, who played, he was the main character in Mr. Robot. He was, he played Freddie Mercury in the movie about um, Queen. He was the, the kind of like, creepy villain guy and he was so creepy Ooh, so creepy I like <laughs> did a really good job of being creepy yeah so it'll be interesting to see what happened what happens with james bond next they had a thing at the end saying that james bond will return but this is this is it for daniel craig do you have you know there are all these unofficial lists do you have a favorite a potential new bond i i watch all the james bond movies but i definitely am not like super involved in the franchise i I would love it. So, so I think they talk about this in the in the spoilers. But so, so this is this movie takes place after James Bond has retired, and oh. they somebody else comes in and is 007. 
And it is, I can't remember her name. It is a seven, no time to, what is her name? Oh, where is it? <laughs> okay. Anyhow, the the actor who takes over 007 is a, like a, a young, younger black woman. And I, I think it would be amazing if the movie just continues about her, but I like, I just don't know if that franchise could survive having like somebody who wasn't just like a white dude as James Bond. So I have, I have no idea what they're going to do. Can think of lots of amazing actors who could actors or actresses who could play James Bond, but I don't really have an opinion. Yeah. I want them to speak yeah. Idris Elba because oh, yeah. I like Pierce Brosnan's like kind of smarter bond and yeah, he would be so great. Yeah, I like his interest level. Is he is he too old to be James Bond? I, don't, is... I can't tell how old he is, but he's he doesn't look four, too old. He's 49. That's it. He's perfect. Yeah. I mean, Sean Connery was like, what, like in his <laughs> 80s when he played James Bond? 94. No, no. So yeah, that would that would be cool. Lots of lots of good gadgets, lots of good locations. Did you see, Johnny, did you see Knives Out? Yes, he was so good in that, that accent. That one woman who played kind of the main character, Ama, is that her name? Ana de Armas. She's she's the oh, like the housekeeper in No Time to in Knives Out. She is oh. in this Bond movie. Cool. Yeah, she's really great. It was a it was a great movie. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's James Bond, so there's not like a lot of how should I say it? Thinking, <laughs> thinking. It's a, it's a very good it's a very good action movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's so, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a good thing. I I continue to just be a su- like just surprised at how loud movie theaters are. Because it's been so <laughs> yeah. long. But sometime I think soon we're going to go see uh, the French Dispatch, which yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't imagine will be very loud. I never know. But, <laughs> yeah, who knows? We'll yep. see. It's just like Wes Anderson's for- foray into like action movies. <laughs> That'd be really Tilda funny. Swinton's and Bill Murray just like swinging on the side of a building, you know. Yeah, it'd be like a very choreographed wide scene and then it zooms in and then suddenly switches to like Matrix bullet time as someone gets their forehead <laughs> blown off. And it's extremely symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm writing with my new Blackwing 651, which we'll talk about in my um, field notes, whatever it's called that we'll talk about. Harvest. <laughs> Harvest yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Has the corn, has the corn on it. Johnny, how about you? <laughs> so I just finished last night a book by Shane McCory. Is that his hmm. last his last name? Called um In Praise of Walking. And he's a neuroscientist. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, feel good, like this is why you should go walking. It's like, hey, we were we evolved to walk and our, this is what happens to our brains when we're sitting. This is what happens to our muscles when we're sitting. It was so good and very readable. But I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but sometimes when I read a book from the UK and they don't change the language for the American version, I'm like, a little for a little while, I think it's got a lot of typos in it. But I'm like, no, <laughs> he just you know, they. That's not how you spell favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like different too. What? That's not how you say <laughs> that. But yeah, it was super good. It was very accessible, kind of short, but not in a bad way. I think it's out in paperback now. Mm. And I read the Ichabog by J.K. Rowling. Mm. which was weird because the book has, if you close your eyes, you feel like you're holding a Harry Potter book because it has the same like cover material and stuff. But um, like, I liked it, but the whole time I'm like, I don't know if this is icky. So. Is it a, is it a, 
it's not a Harry Potter book or like it's not in that universe, is it? No, no, no. It's I think it was she released it online during the pandemic and kids sent in art. So then when they put it out as a book, it has a lot of art from kids around the world that they sent in, which is pretty cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it had like, you know, the same fonts and she titles the, the chapters in the same way. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But I don't I think this would have made a terrible movie. But I'm <laughs> sure someone bought the rights to it. Yeah. And have you ever seen the show on PBS called Is that the one with oh what is her name who was in Last Tango in Halifax? Nicola um, Nic- Yeah, Nicola Walker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I she was really I've not seen The Unforgotten but I love Nicola Walker so Yeah, I didn't I'm down to watch it. We watched the first 3 seasons on Amazon and I guess I underestimated quite how bad the language was because you know they bleep <laughs> everything out on Masterpiece. I was like, yeah. wow. This is shocking <laughs> for me. But it was yeah. super super good. The, the guy who played Shrimpy on Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. That's your dad. <laughs> Shrimpy. Shrimpy. Get down, you cat. <laughs> she she was in this other uh, show called The Split, which is about like these uh, divorce attorneys, like family Ooh. law practice in, in the UK. And it's, it's yeah, it's very good. She's in it. And then her husband is the guy who was uh, Dirk Gently in the BBC miniseries about that Douglas Adams book. Oh, yeah. that cool. It's... It's very good. Yeah, the first, yeah, she's great. She's great. She was in the Cut River with Stellan Skarsgård. It was a miniseries, maybe like yeah, twenty fifteen ish. That was so good. Mm-hmm. But I think BritBox took it back. It's not on Amazon anymore. Can't get your BritBox to watch that. Yeah. And um, so I'm writing in the same notebook as you, but I'm using the pumpkin one mm. because October. And yep. I'm writing with a CW pencil, baseball scoring pencil, the new natural one. Nice. So, yeah. You want to jump into fresh points? Yeah, talk about a couple of things and then we'll get into this uh, this Blackwing. But one, I have some I have some big news and I, I hesitate to talk about it here just in case things don't pan out with it, which is <laughs> that we bought a house. We are yeah, I've never owned a home before. We we've been going through this process for a couple months and on our kind of third offer, we finally got one that was accepted. It's in it's in one of the southern neighborhoods of San Francisco. It's a just cute little Kitty, Kitty says it's a uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream colored. It's uh, a this, this really lovely green. Yeah. yeah. And what goes along with that is, <clears throat> excuse me, it has a huge garage. So, so a lot of San Francisco houses have like the living space upstairs and a kind of like full floor plan garage downstairs, which is kind of like a basement storage area too. And so I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself having <laughs> so much space <laughs> to like store stuff. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time you're like, I have a lot of notebooks. I'm like, so <laughs> you yeah. have a garage now. It's like now, Johnny, I can store as many zines as you send me. <laughs> so yeah, we're. I'm. I'm sure later in this, later on this, this show, we'll talk about like storage options again because my office is going to be a room that somebody in the past sort of like built out in the garage. Um, and so yeah, I'll I'll have all this stuff. I'm going to try not to just like just instantly fill it back up with junk but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the process of filling it up <laughs> thank you we move early november so oh we'll, geez we'll definitely be seeing yeah it's coming fast we don't want to i don't want to have any overlapping time where we have like both a mortgage and a rent payment so we're we're going to try to make this happen cool yeah i wish i could come help you move i'm very good at it Eh, we're going to hire people to help us move <laughs> i have my own tape gun i'm a very good packer too <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you when you either have you know four weeks to spend on trains or make a flight across the, com- the country, yeah. you will have a very nice place to stay. Oh, one day yeah. I go show up, like, dude, I have a box of notebooks for you to store. <laughs> Here you go. 
Yeah. So that's that's happening. I also just made today. I got a an email from CWP Pencils that basically was like, it's like, hey, here's what's happening over the next several weeks. This we're only gonna, you know, be open this weekend. Get your orders in now. We're just we're just doing one more one more restock. So ordered a few things. Um, I really, you know, <laughs> I I've <did>. never, <laughs> I, I've never bought. Love to hear what you ordered. I one thing I got was they made those commemorative CW pencils, advertising pencils. Did they're, you see those? They're sold out already. Yeah, I got a couple in case you wow. and Kim didn't get them. Oh man, <laughs> I I bought a couple of them. I guess yeah, we should talk about them, but I guess I shouldn't like talk about them in that like. <laughs> oh yes, these really cool. You know, like vintage advertising pencils, right? Like from some store, like insurance company, your store, or feed feeding, you know, feed store from like the 60s, like the 40s through the 70s. CW, CW Pencils made one to sort of in tribute to that, and it is gorgeous. It's a Musgrave pencil. It is, I think Delgers designed it, right? Yep. Yeah, just looks super old school, which is really cool. And yeah, they had it for sale for two bucks. It came in a little like commemorative sleeve, which is just really lovely. Hopefully, gosh, I hope they get that back in stock. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, they limited them to uh, 10 pieces. Yeah, yeah. I just bought. I think I got three of them. They're just really cool. Oh, so I ordered some of those. I ordered uh, Meredith Miyaki made a really cool sticker. I did. You see that? Got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ordered the sticker. Got a couple of those. And then the last thing I got, which I think is still in stock, uh, we should check that out. Let me go look and make sure before I say anything. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> the 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 big Emilio Braga notebook. The well, I'm sorry, not the big one. It's the A5 one. Oh, I got one of those too. Uh, <laughs> did you order that? <laughs> I didn't get the special one. I got the, the red, yellow, and blue one from the other set. Okay, I, I should get one of those. I, I I've never bought one of those Emilio Braga, Braga notebooks, and I really wanted one. And when I saw that they made a special A5 one for. They call it the grand finale. It just has a lot of like bright colors. I just grabbed one of those. I might have to get one um, of those anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're out of stock. So, oh. but the, the baseball pencils as of eight fifty nine on Monday night are not out of stock. Okay. So that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So they said that this was their final stock. So I assume it's, it's gone forever, but I would probably keep just continue to keep an eye on, on their website just to see, because maybe you know, maybe they have some more boxes in the back or something. I don't know. Yeah, the the baseball pencil dropped a dollar because they they're out of boxes. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like the the A four size, which is the the bigger one, they have a grand finale limited edition one as well. That is still in stock. If you want an A four size, mm-hmm. I'm told I'm told that it's it's blank in the inside. Do you know is the the red and yellow one is that blank or is that ruled? Oh, I don't know. the The ones that I ordered, you had a pick as long as they had them in stock okay i assume those are oh it's the cloud print notebook yeah i always wanted one of those yeah they don't say if they're lined or not oh both blank and line pages okay yeah the blue one um, you can only get blank right now which is fine lined, yeah tuxedo neutral <laughs> like shopping on the on the podcast <laughs> Loro. <laughs> you know how it is <laughs> we always do it like yeah, that. these are so pretty yeah i yeah i'm just very sad about CW pencils closing, but I'm glad that I'm glad that they're going out on their terms. I'm glad that they are just getting some support in their last days. Yeah. I'm sad to see them go, but I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. 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 Very sad. <laughs> that is, 
that is my that's my CW pencils order. They have some some great stuff. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry that it's going to be out of stock by the time we release this episode, but it's cool to talk about. Last thing on my fresh points is the new Blackwings edition, the volume six fifty one. Is six fifty one um, like Morse code for Norris? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so. So I'll explain kind of what's going on here, and then we can talk about our impressions of it. So this is the Bruce Lee pen, which is, so I'll kind of explain what's happening here. The the six, I'm reading from their box. The 651 <laughs> is a, a tribute to the legendary Bruce Lee. Both simple and direct, each pencil features a black and yellow stripe design that takes its cues from the philosophies of Jeet Kune Do, which is a... a, a philosophy that he followed to uh that's that's about simplification right like that's about being simple is designed for combat it's designed for combat but its tenets can be applied to the challenges of everyday life using no way as way having no limitation as limitation so that is that the number 651 is derived from 651 south weller street in seattle where bruce lee opened his first formal school it has extra from graphite, which is ideal for writing notes, including those to your future self whenever inspiration strikes. And yeah, as as Johnny alluded to, it is it is yellow and black stripe. Each end or each side is is striped, and it is very much looks like the uh, Statler Norris school pencil. I mean, I I kid. The Norris has a more complicated stripe design. That's true. Yeah, it's but it is the same yellow. It's the same yellow. It's I can't tell if this is a wrap or what did you call it, Johnny? Oh, what do they call a it? Roll-on printing, I think. Yeah, I I can't. Looking at it, I don't see the seam, but I could also just not be seeing it, or they could have gotten it nicely uh, wrapped around the edge. The I would say the stripe is just like a tiny bit off of like the edge, like it wraps around one edge just a little bit. Is that your impression? Oh, I didn't look at them that closely. Okay, yeah. and then. Yeah. Mine always so come kind of late. Extra... Yeah. Yeah, mine mine came when I was in Indiana, even though they announced it before I left. Has a silver ferrule, has a gold gold eraser, even though like I've seen some people put a a red one in there <laughs> to like be more of a Norse tribute. I don't know. <laughs> it's... I, I would have liked the uh, all black, the black ferrule and a black eraser on this one. Yeah. The silver's yeah, they, kind of I mean, I, I think that design-wise, it's like... Nothing amazing, but not too bad. It's a, it's a very it's a simple design, which is usually what I like. But it's also just not like super I don't know super inspired. But it's a it's a good pencil. <laughs> it's a it's an extra firm graphite, which I really like. It, it looks nice when you hold it. What do you think? Sometimes they have one where I like the pencil, like the volume one. But I I'm not particularly interested in the uh, tribute. And this is the opposite. Like the tribute's cool. I'm not a big fan of the pencil. And yeah, it's been a while since that they coincided in my book mm -hmm. like a good yeah. two years maybe well no the 19 was pretty good yeah it was a little yeah, i like the the, w the way the 19 like looked and felt definitely yeah but um yeah i think yeah if they had turned it and used a black imprint on a yellow side and then the rest of the hardware and eraser was all black that would have been mm. very slick very minimalist yeah yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Ooh, um, that would have been nice. I'm going to mess with my... <laughs> <laughs> See if you can hack wing a little bit. I'm just going to erase the imprint. <laughs> yeah, so that is that is the new Blackwing 651. Maybe next next time we record we can kind of follow up and see what Tim thinks about it, but it's it's fine. It's it's 
I, I like the execution of this theme better than some of them, like the, oh, the one, the Silk Road one from a few years ago. Yeah. Wasn't a huge fan of that. And then the Ravi Shankar pencil, the the wrap or the roll-on printing was just a little off. And this one is also a yellow pencil, but it doesn't seem to have that. So I'm I'm down. I like it. I do like how they wrap the, the tubes now. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because... I think the Facebook group was full of people who said broken and they got kind of mad, but yeah, this USPS, they'll take care of you. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Squire. Yeah. I just, I just realized that like right now I thought about it and didn't, didn't have it on the list, but should we, should we talk about the new big Squire, which is, I don't think they've had a new Squire for since the lucky, which was like, yeah, you're right. Is that even 2021? Oh, I don't remember. It's been a while. Well, Squire collectors, take note and be sure to grab one of these because there is a finally another green pen. It's not just the experiment out there. This one, I, I think I'll just mention briefly because I don't have one of these in hand. And Johnny, do you have one of these? I doubt it. Uh, nope. Okay. Yeah. It's called the Signal. It seems to be very uh, much based on like communication and radar. And there seems to be like some code deciphering in it, which is kind of their new thing, which I think is cool. It is, it looks like it writes in black ink. It doesn't write in the green ink like the, like the experiment does, but you can easily put a green ink refill in here. And somebody compared the two greens side by side. And it looks like this is like slightly bluer of a green than this, than the experiment. Does that strike you as? Yeah, I, accurate. When when I saw it, the first thing I thought was that they did a very good job of making it a kind of green that you'll like if you like the experiment, but also like very distinct. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure they were trying to strike a balance between like making it like appealing to experiment lovers, but also like different enough where if you have an experiment, you're not like, oh, they're making this not special. They're they're definitely <laughs> appeasing collectors here. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a nice pen. It's it looks it's one of their like you know, regular aluminum ones. So it's 65 bucks. I don't think it comes with a pen stand or anything like the Lucky did. So Lucky came with a pen stand. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Lucky had a pen stand oh, came with it. Although this also comes in a box instead of in a tube. So I think somebody posted in the Baron Fig Fanatics group that there's like some like little codes and stuff to decipher. So oh, interesting. I Yeah. Again, I don't have this one, but I thought it was worth mentioning because it's... Yeah, I wonder if there was some sort of shortage of tubes. Be yeah. hearing about all of these supply chain issues everywhere. Did I? I can't remember. Did I tell you what I did to my confidant? So I, you know, the confidant ribbons have kind of a history of fraying oh, a little yeah. bit at the bottom. And I, a while ago, Les was talking about how she would just like hold a lighter to the bottom of it to kind of like melt the, kind of seal the bottom, like cauterize a little bit. And I posted in the RSVP group, I was like, hey, I want to do that. But am I just going to like light this on fire? <laughs> I don't want to do that. So somebody was like, oh, no, it should be fine. So, yeah, I did that and sealed the the bottom of this bookmark. And now it doesn't fray, which is really nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. I still think that this ribbon is about a half an inch too short to really be super effective in this notebook. Mm-hmm. But I have modded this guy, this thing out. Like I have I did that to the ribbon. I put in my pen loop. I put in that pocket that you made me. That's really amazing. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, I have tricked out my my confidant. <laughs> I bought some elastic. I was going to try to make some kind of pen loop, and I just couldn't get it to work. I Yeah, someday I want to do like what you did, like get an, an awl and like punch a hole in it, but I have not quite uh, <laughs> developed that courage for it's that like, yet. Just do it. Well, when I did it, it was it was a book that had already filled up. Yeah, so it was, that's, it was a good, that's a good idea. Like, ah, it'll be okay if it leaks. <laughs> yeah. 
That is, uh, that's it for my fresh points. How about you, Johnny? So we still, or at least I still hear a lot of really good things about the episode that we did in April, 2020 with Kiki Petrosino, my awesome sister-in-law. Mm, and she's so great. Kiki's like winning awards left and right. So this week there are two virtual readings that folks can check out. We'll put the links in the show notes for the Hurston Wright Legacy Awards. That's Wednesday at 530 Eastern time. And the Library of Virginia Literary Awards is this coming Saturday, the 16th at 6 p.m. That'll be live streamed on YouTube and Facebook. So I'll put those nice. notes in. But uh, she's, someday she's going to basically be my Maya Angelou. And we're going to be like, yeah, we had her on the podcast. And people are going to be like, no way. Yeah, she'll be on a quarter like Maya Angelou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like the most recent poet the writers has Joy Harjo on it. I'm like, that's going to be Kiki like next mm. year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that those are like my kids are like super excited. They're like, yeah, yeah, Kiki. So I'm trying to put Charlotte up to putting in the chat, start quoting that Drake song because I really hate Drake and Charlotte likes to tease <laughs> me about it. I say Kiki will like laugh her butt off, but Charlotte doesn't think so. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. And since last time we were on, I've dropped two new zines that I have to hop. <laughs> Only two? What? <laughs> Well, I'm not counting the other ones that aren't written yeah. by me, but that mean guy who's not me. Oh, who just you you <laughs> sell in his Etsy store for him? Yeah, and you yeah, we're the, we're just the publisher. <laughs> yeah. So I put out a new pencil revolution and a new pen post zine last month, and some notebooks that were super fun to make, and I'm running out of. But like, I offered different page formats because I didn't think anybody would really be interested. And lots of people wanted dot grid. So I had to print like hundreds of pages of dot grid paper <laughs> on like this really nice stock and then like holding it. It was so satisfying. I'm like, oh, so I. Is, what's nice is it doesn't take like a lot of ink to do like a really tight dot grid, right? This did. <laughs> really? So I did it in red orange. And after like half a ream of the paper, I looked in, th- the red had gone down like a lot. I'm like, oh. But the red orange looks so good on that paper. I was happy with how it turned out. It was a happy accident. Yeah. But yeah, I got some cream paper, so I've got plans for the winter. So stay tuned. But yeah, the other thing is, speaking of notebooks, Field Notes dropped their harvest right after we recorded last time. And like, I am completely smitten with these. I love Mm. them so much. What do you think? I, yeah, I'm a big fan. I... I'll let you, you know, talk about the illustration and everything, which isn't like really my style, but I I appreciate the execution of it and I love, love the insides so much. Yeah, that there there are paintings by John, how do I pronounce his name? Burgoyne? I don't know how to pronounce yes. it. But apparently yeah, but, he's yeah. a crazy famous illustrator. So when I saw these, what I thought was seed packets because they're and what what when I saw them, I thought of Cook's Illustrated, which then they were like, oh, yeah, he's the <laughs> he, he's the main illustrator for the covers of Cook, Cook's Illustrated. Yeah, they look so good. They're, you know, sort of textured, but it's not just the texture that makes them pop. Obviously, like the pictures themselves are so pretty and they, they did such a great job of printing them. But yeah. are the staples bronze? They're not gold. They're not copper. Oh, they're brass. Yeah. Are they? I'm looking. Um, do. <laughs> Found with a, yeah, I'm looking at the. Oh gosh, you're right. It doesn't say. It says that it was using a Heidelberg Stitch Master, but it didn't say what staples. Yeah, these have a, a slightly heavier paper stock, and they're all perforated, uh-huh. but like barely. 
I I love that they're all perforated because like so often I just want to like rip out just just one page to give to somebody and yeah and so, some some notebooks will have like the back 20 pages or whatever is perforated like the, the confidants but I don't think field notes usually does that. Nope. And yeah. What do they call this grit this ruling? It's it looks like they're lined book and that it has a double margin at the top. But it's mm. dot grid and then there's a left-hand margin on each side, which mm-hmm. is so nice. I really like it. This is great for like just like a basic bullet journaling or list making or something. Yeah, and you know, I love when they do something that's seasonal like nature seasonal or the you know the the time of the year. So anytime they do a yeah. fall release that's fall related, I'm I'm like, "Woo!" So yeah, they also they tied in the um I didn't realize this until I had them in my hand, but the back cover of each book is colored in such a way that it sort of matches the drawing, but doesn't like oh, uh-huh. the pumpkin one's not orange. It's gray, but it looks just mm-hmm. right. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I have the, of the corn one out now and the, the back is like a, just a nice kind of, kind of accent color to one of the, those pieces of Indian corn that has like the kind of salmon colored kernels. Ooh. And they, everything is so thick. They're blocky. They're like, yeah. I love these so much. I would buy more, but yeah. I'm going to take off all the UCs up anyway. <laughs> and the paper likes pencils. You can use fountain pens, but it does sort of um, spread a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you care. Yeah. I yeah. I have found. We, we don't we don't use fountain pens. This is a pencil podcast, <laughs> Johnny. I tried um, like the paper that I use in my little projects has just enough tooth that you can write with a Varathin, which is so fun. And these mm. almost have enough tooth for that. But like, it just yeah. looks cool with the covered color to use colored leads in yeah. there. So, yeah, I mean, I think these are like just on. They've been on a roll for a good two years, I think, at least. Yeah. The last time I said that about Blackwing, I stopped being a fan of the releases each time. So mm. I hope I'm not. Yeah jinxing it with my magical powers <laughs> yeah these are I mean, these are on i love these so much yeah yeah I'm a big fan of that and they did for the subscriber extra was like like a note a little card that lists um like kitchen conversions yeah which put that on my my fridge yeah it sounds like oh who wants that and then you get it in your hands like this is so freaking cool like how much <laughs> work went into you making this and printing this and putting them all in there just you know for free yeah so yeah, there's, oh, I love them so much. And that's it. We don't have any other new fall releases. Yeah. Bad face. I think, I think that's it. Nothing, nothing from Write Notepads? There is a new product from Write Notepads. They did a, their hardback notebook is now available in a dot grid with numbered pages. Hmm. So I, I hit publisher in the writer's block. So I got like $25 off. Just order two of them. Hmm. It was an, I got a, the uh, monogramming for frankie for our anniversary because we're we're nerds they do it by hand which is super cool yeah they're amazing go down there and be like hey chris hey (laughs) mose yeah with my kids like you know being unvaccinated and running around i'm scared to be around people that don't have kids like i'm gonna kill you by accident i'm sorry (laughs) yeah i'm a carrier (laughs) yeah well i forgot i forgot to tell you that the uh the theme of the like the the new weapon of the new James Bond movie is involves a, a virus, something that's transmissible <laughs> by by touch. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, 
yeah, a year ago, everybody was like wiping down their groceries. Now we know yeah. just wear your mask all the time. <laughs> yep. And get your kids vaccinated. My kids are so excited about it. I'm like, yeah, remember you said that when they came out with the needle. <laughs> yeah. So we kept it a little short tonight. We're down a, down a person. Yeah. But it's been a while. So thank you folks for being patient with us and all of the insanity that this fall has brought. Oh yeah, and brought it's again been, tonight. <laughs> and and we'll at least at least at my house we'll continue to bring. Like I'm sure I'm sure things aren't slowing down for you, but I thought they we're were. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna try to keep going. Drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, I have a ta- I've adapted to four hours of sleep. I can do it most nights, and I'm okay. Yeah, so that helps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, but it's oh man, I, I would I would not be here on this podcast if I just got four <laughs> hours of sleep. I mean, it does help that I'm on stimulants all day. (laughs) (laughs) So when I sleep, I tend to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. So for, oh, one last thing. If folks are our Patreon supporters at $5 and up, you, by the end of this week, should have gotten your copy of Disposable Number 4. So if you Mm -hmm. haven't or you suspect that it's lost or something, just drop us a line and I'll take care of it. I just have a couple copies around and hope you like the eraser pink covers it's your <laughs> eraser pink it's so good yeah and i actually have a couple dozen sheets of that paper left so like we should make some erasable note cards oh yeah I'm johnny do, that. do you do you for these covers do you do you print and cut out these letters by hand or is this like a font that you're using oh those are i <laughs> i save all the magazines and catalogs and go, yeah. go through them and cut out words and letters that i think i might use and usually don't but for disposable i always spell them out yeah, that's and really cool. It was, was it obituaries and something. And that was how I got the idea for that one zine I did. It was pencil yeah. obituaries. And then I didn't even yeah. use it. <laughs> I I love the disposable sticker that, that John Ruiz designed so yeah. much. It's so cool. A friend of ours said she wants to get it as a tattoo, which I think would be awesome. Wow. Yes. So I support that. Caroline, not <laughs> Caroline Weaver. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I mean, Caroline Weaver, if you want to do it too, that's fine. But I kind of want to get it now. So um, (laughs) speaking of Patreon, we do have a Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash erasable. And if you support us at $10 a month, then you're a producer. And then you're on this growing list of people whose names I'm about to read and hopefully not screw up. (laughs) Take it. Tara Whittle, Ida Umphers, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Nate Rayback, Donnie Pierce, Bill Black, Miriam Bookout, Diana Oakley, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Kyle, Paul Moorhead, Ali Sarah, Stephen Fensali, Jason Dill, Dave McDonald, Mary Collis, Alex Jonathan Brown, Andre Prevost, Kathleen Rogers, Bobby Letzinger, Fourth Letter, Kel- Kelton Weens, Scott Hayes, Hans Noodleman, Jay Newton, Dave Tubman, Chris Jones, John Wood, Aaron Willard, KP, Millie Blackwell, Chris L., Hunter McCain, Michael Dialosa, Jacqueline R. Myers, Tana Feliz, Ann Sipe, Joe Crace, Measure Twice, Michael Hagen, Chris Metzkes, Bill Clow, and Random Thinks. Oh, I did that in one breath. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> wow, that was one breath, though. No. <laughs> I smoked when I was younger. <laughs> I'll, I'll, just, I'll just edit out all of the breaths that you take so it just sounds like one breath. I'm like, damn, he's got a hell of a lung capacity. <laughs> so thanks for uh, bearing with us and you know 
2021. Yay. And hopefully we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Bye, everybody.